providing you with the tools, knowledge, skills, and power to advance your career, grow your business, and build a better future for your community. We are the Tourism Academy. Welcome to Business Class. Welcome to this week's episode of Business Class from the Tourism Academy. Steve Ekstrom sits down to interview Rich Gilbert from the Maryland Office of Tourism. Rich is a veteran in the travel industry, and he shares some great nuggets about the travel trade and Maryland tourism. All right, let's get to the show. Here's your host, Steve Ekstrom. So joining me today, I've got Rich Gilbert from the Maryland Office of Tourism. Rich, welcome to Business Class, the Tourism Academy podcast. Thank you, Steve. Is that a crab on a jet ski that I see over your shoulder? Yes, it is. (laughs) <laughs> I'm identified as Maryland is for crabs. So since we've been doing a whole lot of virtual sales presentations, uh-huh. I feel like I need to have a background that is suitable so people know it's from Maryland. Well, if I'm ever visiting Maryland and I see a crab driving a jet ski, I will definitely be giving you a call first. <laughs> uh, So, Rich, the Business Class podcast is where we talk to people who are making their living and making a difference in the tourism industry. And I've known you for close to 20 years now, if if either of us can believe that. Um, Although I tried to convince my niece yesterday I was 29. She didn't buy it. So I, I have to ask, how did you get your start in the tourism industry? To make a story short, I started working in high school at one of those highway rest areas in the okay. service. And one of my areas I was responsible for was the lobby. Our lobby had a Maryland Welcome Center in it. So over the years, I became friends with the, the ladies that worked at the Welcome Center. Fast forward, I left, graduated college, just happened to stop by to see everyone and say hello. And they had a summer job opening working in the Welcome Center. And that's kind of where I got my start. And the rest is history, as they say, huh? And then I had extra things in there in college. I drove school bus. So I did a lot of sport trips, like taking teams to different outings and field trips. So I actually was got a start of taking people to, you know, the Baltimore Zoo, Washington, yeah. D.C., the Inner Harbor Circus, all those type places. So, you know, kind of ironic that I ended up doing group tours and helping motor coaches get trips planned. You've gone from behind the driver's seat to behind the driver's seat. Correct. Great. And how long have you been with the state? Uh, I started with the state of Maryland back in summer of 1987. Oh, wow. What's what's the biggest change that you've seen since you started with the state? Well, the biggest change I've noticed is GPS and computers. You know, when I started giving directions at a welcome center, people were dying to know how to get to a destination. They didn't have, or, and what was there once they arrived or they needed help with hotel rooms, you know, happened long before. 
cell phones, GPS, and our computers in our pockets. So you had the old style roadmaps and telephone. That was correct. It still works, I hear. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's amazing how sometimes I want a sense of a map to see my bearings. So I love the GPS option. But sometimes, you know, sometimes they have a habit of taking you, well, why are they taking me this way? There's a, there's a scenic route I've been uh, introduced to by my GPS more than once. That is correct. And Waze is even worse because you end up driving through parking lots. <laughs> I had an 18-wheeler come through my residential neighborhood the other day. I was pretty sure that was a... A Waze. Uh, pretty sure. So... Um, who made the biggest impact on how you view tourism and how you view your your own business philosophy? I think it had to be a few mentors along the way. And at the time, we didn't realize they were mentors. Um, but I probably get a sense of that uh, from people I worked with in my office. So everybody from like a... Uh, you know, Pete Chamless, who was an institution in our office, um, to my Anna Job, who actually hired me and ended up being one of my tourism suppliers that I worked with when she started bringing groups to the U.S. Naval Academy. Very neat. And what, what's been your proudest moment so far? Or, or, or what would be something that you would tell people, you wouldn't believe this, but this is something that I did. I think the biggest one was a few years ago, we celebrated the bicentennial of our national anthem, the Star Spangled Banner. And it was going to, you know, we had a kickoff in 2012. And then in 2014, we celebrated the actual when Francis Scott Key wrote the Star Spangled Banner. So we had tall ships at the Inner Harbor of Baltimore. And we actually put a program together where we would bring groups could come in early and for a couple hours we gave them there was special vip times for groups that we allowed them to tour the tall ships and between eric at visit baltimore and i we welcomed i think one day uh, over that couple of days we had like 49 bus tours that came in and that was a program those people had never scene and they were it's still something that a lot of people talk about how they got to get on the ships and didn't have to wait in line and we welcomed every bus that came in escorted them to the ship so it was uh it i think that was one of the big moments that we were the most proud of that sounds pretty impressive i remember uh just seeing tall ships in a harbor like that and and so many of them it's it's a humbling feeling it is. And now uh, a few groups planned a whole weekend around it. But one of the best things to have watched was to watch the fireworks that they did to end that's, you know, the end of 200. And I had a colleague that invited me over on a boat and we actually watched them from the harbor, you know, as the fireworks were exploding all over Fort McHenry. So it was just kind of a, one of those heart moments that get you all excited. And 
you know, that reminds me of one of the things that most travelers and most people that I've met in the industry have in common. And that's two things. Number one, we love to learn. You know, we thrive on learning and experiencing new things all the time. Correct. And the other thing I found is that we love to share that knowledge. We love to share with people and invite people to experience things that they haven't felt, seen, or done before. Um, what's something you would want folks to know about Maryland that they might not be aware of? Well, there's a lot that goes on in Maryland. And, you know, for our small size, we pretty much have all the different landscapes. So from mountains to the beach, to the waterfront bays, plateaus, we pretty much have everything except a desert. Um, Are you working on that? Nah, we don't need a desert. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need a desert. What advice would you give to someone who's looking to start working in tourism um, and who wants to make a difference? I think the best thing that you need to do is listen to your client. You know, we still deal with some clients that they don't want an email. They like that personal conversation. Yes, we even have a few that still want information via fax. You need to give it to them how they prefer. Um, And you need to listen to what they want. And be honest, if they're looking for something in your destination, you can tell them about your destination and what you can do to come close to it. But if you don't have, one of the greatest things is that I've been able, that I refer them to friends in nearby destinations. Um, Because if you help that client out and they end up, they remember that and they'll come back to you and bring you more business than what you ever anticipated. So that makes me think of something in that I've heard from a lot of people in destinations that they are competing destinations. Do you think that's so that destinations really do compete against each other or do you see it more as maybe partnerships or referrals? Uh, I always think of it as partnerships. To give you the idea, you know, Maryland surrounds Washington, D.C. So, yes, I am very interested in having the hotel rooms in my destination. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, if we're oversaturated or we don't have availability, I'm going to offer them some of my colleagues across the Potomac River. Um, when internationally, Maryland, D.C., and Virginia actually cooperate together and market internationally as Capital Region USA. So, yes, we might be competitors, um, but if we're selling a tour to international or even to California travelers, we're promoting the region. I think that's an important lesson. and. I remember one of the early pieces of advice that I got was you have to be a friend before you have a friend. Correct. And I, I can't even begin to count the number of friends that I've made in the industry. One of the things was like, I always tell people is that you volunteer at these conventions for like the new delegates, like the star delegates, the first timers, because mm-hmm. you never know 
when one of those suppliers ends up switching sides and becomes a tour planner. Mm-hmm. And that's and remember many times. <laughs> and people that only want to talk to the white badges because they think they're bringing business. Sometimes you can get more business from other suppliers and referrals. Quick break to tell you about Group Travel Odyssey. Tour operators, do you ever lack quality service and support from your IT provider? Are you tired of entering the same system information over and over? Well, now is your chance to be part of the GTO community. Group Travel Odyssey is software and service that helps you effortlessly manage your group travel marketing, sales, operations, suppliers, and accounting. Visit grouptravelodyssey.com to request a demo so you can personally experience our flexible software and service. Group Travel Odyssey, business without boundaries. Now back to business class with Steve Ekstrom. What's something you wish you knew when you began your career? I don't know, because I think when I started, uh, you're always at thirst for knowledge. So I used to try to educate myself on everything and every nook and cranny of Maryland. Okay. Um, sometimes I wish, you know, I had gone out and done a lot you know, more experiences. So yes, working in the industry has given me a wealth of experiences far than I could have imagined. But at the same time, you're always like, oh, I wish I knew about that then, or I knew, I wish I knew about that. Yeah. So I wrap up every interview with a card game and I have a deck of cards here. Um, give me a number one to 10. Six. What do you normally take for granted? Uh, coming out of the pandemic, I think a lot of it has to do with relationships and being able to go places like to hear live music. I think that's the biggest thing kind of taking for granted and being able to see people. You know, lots of people, not just your family or, or, you know, close by. Even the trade shows. You know, there are people who I consider good friends that I haven't seen from almost a couple of years now. And I think we got jaded even with air travel. You know, we used to, oh, got another flight. (laughs) And after a year or so, or even like staying in a hotel room, it's kind of like, wow. Yeah. We forget how convenient things are to us until we don't have access to them. Correct. So if somebody wants to get in touch with you or has questions about bringing visitors to Maryland, how would you recommend they do that? Um, The easiest way is to respond email rgilbert at visitmaryland.org. The other thing is, you know, everybody has a website, but sometimes I think we do much stuff on our website. It gets lost. Uh, and the visitmaryland.org backslash groups has a whole lot of information there on itineraries and different things that you can do. 
But I always like to ask, what is it that you want? What are you like to do? What is that? And then that way I can customize an experience for you. It's, a, it's the essence of empathy in business. Find out. I may have something to sell you, but I want to make sure you're happy. And I want to make sure that that's what you're looking for. I don't want to sell you something that you have no interest in. Again, Rich Gilbert from the state of Maryland here on the Business Cast podcast. Business Class Podcast. I'll work on that. Take a course, train your people, teach what you love, promote your products. Donate today at tourismacademy.org. 501c3 nonprofit organization.